glory to God. Hallelujah. It is the will of the Father that we shine, that we radiate His glory, that everything about us glorifies Him. Hallelujah. Everything about us. Now that means there's nothing that is going to remain stubborn. Hallelujah. We bow before His throne. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. I'm confident of it. Eh? Hallelujah. I'm more confident about you and of you eh? in his presence than you are. Eh? <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yours is an extraordinary life. Eh? Your life ought not to resemble a life that is untouched by his glory. Hallelujah. Yours is different. The outcomes of everything that you face, that you encounter, the very same things that the world faces, your outcome is different. Hallelujah. And it's always different, you see. Eh? Hallelujah. The word of God says that he gave himself over for our sins that he may deliver us from this present evil world. Hallelujah. He says he gave himself for us. And he had an objective. He said that he might produce a people who are freed from the dictates and bondage of this, what he calls this evil world. Hallelujah. Now you see, when we are touching these things, we are we are just on the introductory level. Hallelujah. But it's the will of God to take us deeper and deeper and deeper into these things. That this life may manifest that everyone may be able to distinguish those to whom he has indeed perfected his glory in it. Hallelujah. It says that a time comes when you when you grasp and apprehend what he was all about and what we are all about right now. That your life starts to baffle the minds of those in the world. Eh? Can you imagine it says he gave himself for our sins that he may deliver us from this present evil world. Now in other words, whatever it throws at you, whatever the world throws at you, ceases to be a factor. You become the absolute sovereign architect of your future, 
of your desires, of your ambition, of your goals. You determine it. Jesus said the prince of this world is around, but he has no part in me. He has nothing in me. Now, in other words, the world cannot touch you. Wherever you are, you see, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That we are barely touching the introductory levels of the revelation that he has given to us. But we must, we must touch it. We must get deeper and deeper into it. We must be built into it until it reflects on us. Until the world can surely see a breed of people rise up and emerge of whom there is a testimony that those ones there have been delivered from this present world. Now, in other words, the world and all that it throws at everyone is no longer a factor. You are in a place and its economy is down and you're just rising up. It doesn't affect you. Everything that surrounds you ceases to be a factor. What he calls this present evil world. A system that has been set in order. Hallelujah. That is hostile to God. That is alienated from the life of God. And it says, you see, so many people are subject to it. So many people refer to whatever is going on in the world to determine where they are going to be or the outcome of, of, uh, of whatever they are, they seek to approach or seek to do. So now you can imagine when you wake up the next morning and then whatever you are planning, whatever you want to do, you don't factor in anything outside. And by anything, I mean not anyone not any person, not any general, you know, atmosphere. You don't factor anything but the revelation of God. Hallelujah. And that's what he's saying. He says he gave himself for us, for our sins, that he might deliver us, that the world might cease to be a factor. The world might cease to be a factor. What he calls this present evil world. Now again, it is evil because it originated from the adversary, from the enemy. And so that is why everything about it, about what we call the world system, and I will show you what it is, is that odds with the revelation of God and with the people of God. Hallelujah. Everything about it. And that is why Jesus said, if the world hates me, it will hate you as well. Eh? You remember that? That's John chapter 15, verse 18. It says, if the world hates me, it will hate you as well. It says, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Now, this is on a spirit level. Even those of the world that hate you, they have no reason. If you ask them why do you hate me, they will have no reason. 
They'll try to make up something, but they will know that there is something that is deeper than what they can perceive or handle that is making them hate you. It's at odds with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's called the spirit of this world. Hallelujah. And that is why Again, the scripture says, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16, I believe it. It says, to the one we are, to, we are the savor or the aroma or the odor of death unto death. Now, in other words, to the world, it says, we are a bad smell. The world looks at you. I'm talking about the world on the level of spirit, that fallen system that indwells so many that have not yet received the Lord. Because it's in, they're in sync with it, in harmony with it. They have the same spirit. It says to them on a level that is deeper than actions, than what is tangible. It says we are an aroma or a savor of death unto death. They feel death. And says to the other, the savor of life unto life. Now, in other words, when you show up and you have the life of God, now the believer will feel at home with you. Says, but to the other one, it says, they will feel uneasy. They will feel repulsed. It is because there's what? There's something called the spirit of this world that we're going to tackle today. Hallelujah. The spirit of this world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That is why 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 12 says, We have not received the spirit which is of this world. Hallelujah. Now we have received not the spirit of the world. The world has a spirit. On that level of spirit. On that level where there is no reason. But they feel and an activity that transcends anything that is physical. Hallelujah. That is where the spirit of the world is found. And he says we have not received that spirit. That is why because you have not received the spirit of the world but the spirit which is of God. That is why the things that you value are different from the things that the world values. I'm telling you, it's just on that level. Hallelujah. You wake up and you show up at some point and uh, you find after receiving the spirit which is of God, your value system just changes instantly. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, let me show you by example how this can be. All of a sudden, you know, eh, you value a person with an anointing. You say, you say, that guy is anointed. That's what you value. Find another person, your colleague out there in the world. They will say, let me show you how they value things. They will say, that guy has read books. Now they will value something. Your, your value systems will change. 
Because, you see, those of the spirit of this world value the things that are of this world. And you need to know what this world is. This world is much more than the material universe. Hallelujah. It's a harmonious order that sprang from, that originated from the prince of this world, Satan himself. And uh, out from it, everything that is tangible has sprung, has manifested. And it has, it has manifested in different forms, in various forms. But you can trace all of them back to what he did at the fall. And whatever sprang or manifested from him called the world. Whatever came from him called the world again has manifested on various forms that we interact with. And many people don't realize that when they are interacting on those or you know, on those forms, on the level of those forms, that they are actually in touch with the spirit of the world. And when they don't realize that, sometimes they can be lured and held captive to a, a system that is not only hostile towards God, but alienated from God. Everything that we encounter and deal with that came from there, from the fallen system, everything, everything, and most of those things seem innocent, and I will show you. They seem very innocent, but they are the principles upon which the foundation of this world is run. And outside of those principles, you apparently cannot succeed. You can't make it. Because the world systems are built on those principles. Hallelujah. So, in other words, hallelujah. Hallelujah. But then you see for you, I'm going to show you something again here. But then you see for you, there's something. It says, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that you might know the things that are freely given to us. Now, in other words, what you value from within draws you to the things of God, to the life of God. Hallelujah. While what those who have the spirit which is of this world, those who have that spirit, they are drawn to things that are not of God, that are of this, what again the scripture refers to as this present evil world. That's what they are drawn to. Now, and that is why if you want to appeal to them, you can't tell them that guy is anointed or say what anointing. <laughs> The things to do with the blessing and things, things that are from God, that are of God. Don't really appeal to them. You can't tell them the presence of God, how valuable the presence of God is. They don't value such things. Now, the psalmist said, I thirst after you, oh my God. Then he said, when will I appear before you? Now that's a man who is being drawn by something that is that the world cannot offer. That has a value 
that values things that the world cannot offer. Psalms 42 verse 2. It says, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Then it says, when shall I come and I peer before God? That's a longing that cannot be found in those that do not have the spirit of God. You know you are here and then by the time before we, we even close, you're thinking, when am I going to come back on Tuesday? <laughs> Hallelujah. Now that's, that's, that's something you value. It's something that is drawing you. It says, my soul thirsts for God. Hallelujah. The ambience of God. That is what you value. It says, for the living God. It says, when shall I come and appear before God? When shall I come and appear before God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, here is your value system. Your value system. Hallelujah. Where you long for God. You thirst after him. You, you value the things that are of God. That are of his realm. Hallelujah. So now that differentiates you from those that are and that are subjects to the spirit of this world. Hallelujah. Now, that does not mean that the Lord would have us run away from the world. On the contrary, the Lord says, go ye into all the world. I want to show you what he has for us today. It says, go ye into all the world. Now, there are people who receive the spirit of God but then get religious. And they become ineffective. Because, obviously, they value the presence of God. They value everything that is of God. But then, you know, eh? then they run out of the world. Apparently, they don't want to be polluted, contaminated. He says, go you, he sends you into all the world that you might be in this world and yet not of it. Hallelujah. He did that to Daniel. He did that to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You remember? He sent them to Babylon. They learned the Babylonian system. They actually learned Babylonian but you see, the thing that was different about them is they did not succumb to the wisdom of this world. They did not subject themselves. They did not subject themselves to the spirit of this world. And because they didn't, they didn't become subjects of the spirit of this world, their God excelled on their behalf. And they shined and they excelled. And all of a sudden, the system was consulting them. They, became, they rose up on top in that system. The same happened to Joseph, you remember, in Egypt. Studied Babylonian. Joseph studied Egyptian. And he rose up in the ranks. 
Hallelujah. They rise up in the ranks. But the difference with them and some of today's Christians is when they enter the world, they get swallowed up by it. And all of a sudden, they drown. You can't see them anymore. They are subjects to it. And all of a sudden, the things that they value are the things of the world. They used to see it differently before. But now they go there and now they are flattered. The Lord has taken them there to, to cause them to excel. But then they get flattered when they are there. And then they are drowned in that system. And then they become subject. Then all of a sudden, that system becomes Lord and God to them. And they look up to it. And it dictates them that they are in bondage to it after that. Hallelujah. Now that's the, the, the difference. And then all of a sudden you find, and there's some people have, have heard about through the years. Someone leaves the country and they go to study somewhere in some outside university and they come back and now they know more. Then all of a sudden you see, all of a sudden everything that they knew about God is a lie. And they sit down like this. <laughs> and they look at you. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 19. I want you to see this thing. It says, for the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. It says that the world, the way the world sees things, that's the, the wisdom of this world. It says it's foolishness with God. You know, you see someone and they have been swallowed up. They have subjected them to this thing, the wisdom of this world. How the world sees them in all its empirical sense. And, and they think that they are actually being deductive and being intellectual. And they are fools. You see? Eh? And they are gone. But they left as Christians. And they are back as atheists. And they are messed up. Gone. Over the years. And all of a sudden now. Their professors become their prophets now. Everything that they used to esteem, the values change, the tables turn. It's now the world and what the world says. Hallelujah. Now, there, when a person gets on that level, they become subjects to the world and then all of a sudden, the world which the Lord, the Lord gave himself over to deliver you from your subject to it now. Hallelujah. And you esteem it above the things and the revelation of God that you learned before. And then all of a sudden you find the pattern of that person's life is not any different from one that has never known the Lord because they have willfully subjected themselves now to. I'm telling you. I'm telling you things that God wants to do and is going to do in your midst. You're going to see people, I'm talking to you now, you rise up in the ranks wherever you are. It may be in economics, it may be in politics, and you start to rise up. Now, never allow yourself to be subject to the wisdom of this world to the princes of this world. Don't look up to them. You are there with an agenda. 
a heavenly agenda. Hallelujah. Now, the moment you begin to be deceived, all of a sudden you place yourself under, under the authority, under the authority of the priests of Israel, and now you frustrate the grace of God that was meant to elevate you and cause you to rise up. Because all of a sudden now you're shaking at your bosses. Hallelujah. 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 It is not it is not up to your boss for you to rise. He's not a factor. Eh? It's not up to your superiors for you to rise. The moment you begin seeing like that, you're just messing yourself up. You're frustrating the grace that is meant to bring you up. You've been delivered from this present evil world. Whatever, whatever its workings are, they don't affect you. Actually, they might employ its systems on you to work against you, but you will rise anyway because you've been delivered from it. No rumor will bring you down. Nothing. Hallelujah. 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 I'm telling you, you cannot be underqualified when it comes to this. You will rise much more than those that are qualified. I'm telling you that it might deliver us from this present evil world. In other words, that it might have, it ha might have no hold on you. The academics that we know, all the academics that we know, and I'm not telling you to come out of them, eh, going into the world, eh? but all of them that we know, all of them are wrapped up in this, this present evil world. Actually, that's why if people, like, if people sell themselves completely and subject themselves to whatever academics it may be, it never leads to God. It leads you away from God. I'm telling you, there is not any academic knowledge that is going to lead you to God. I say to you that you are in the right place. We have enough substance here, spiritual substance, to back you up throughout this entire year.